Hey, Heidi. Hey, Julie. How are you? I am well. How are you? I am good. You may notice I am in new digs. I have the new backgrounds here. Not yeah. my usual. No, it's brighter, first of all. It's a lot brighter. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's a south facing window. I'm upstairs in a little like closety space off my bedroom because our basement where our son's room is floods now. I think just the change in weather pattern and the water table, mm. it just, he's like every once in a while, you know, we would get a little water in the basement. If we had a ton of rain, if we had a hurricane, sure, it'd be like, sure, there was a little water, but for the most part, you know, dry. Um, so we used part of that space as a bedroom, which always worked really well. But now, not so much, because now mm. if we get a slight drizzle, it, yeah, there's water in there, which is just doesn't make for a nice living space, obviously. No. Um, so and we consulted with all of the people who all give estimates in the many thousands of dollars for things we could do and always yeah. preface it with, you know, it might work. Because, you know, I mean, it's, you know, it's the water table, like water is coming up from the ground. And your house is built in the 1800s, right? So I mean, not that it's not. It's funny because so our basement has two sides. It has that the part under the house that was built in 1780, dry as a freaking bone. No problem. Amazing. The part that is built under the addition someone put in in the 60s. That's what gets wet. Oh, interesting. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we've decided to put in a sub pump as like a, you know, just yep. so it never fills up with water, right? It, you know, yeah. it can, it can That's good. whisk away water, but we're not going to do all of the French drains and all of that stuff because from what we can gather, it would include a tremendous amount of work, including digging up our patio and having to redo that, pa- you know, it, it would just be thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and may not work. Yeah. So we're going to, um, you know, it should be a basement and, and the water comes up. It's like the, you know, it doesn't make for a nice living space, No, but for a storage space, it's really fine. It's like the concrete floor gets a little wet right? and then it recedes. Tables so. and you can raise things off the ground, but right, right. Living there for sleeping and all that's probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, you know, we lived, we lived down across the road from you back then and, and yeah. we had to get French drains because we had gotten flooded several times before we even moved in we saw all this water damage and then afterwards it would happen a few times so, and we had all it was like paneling in there so we yeah. took and carpet which was the worst thing you could do oh, took yeah. everything down spent thousands of dollars some of it was insurance money too because they helped um pay for some of it but we had to put um stuff on the wall so there was no mold then we right. did french drains in, inside then we ran a sump pump and i'll tell you it stay dry the majority of the time but every now and then we get these little calcification pockets around yep. the floors because we put um tile down right because we wanted something in case it flooded again not wood not you know what so right. I mean, now they have way more products than we could we probably could have chosen something else because it was always cold down there um but we would find these little pockets of like these dust of just white stuff we were like what is this and then we were told that it's it's water still coming through and it's calcifying with the porcelain and whatever the grout and so would these be little pockets so i'm like there's still water passing through underneath the ground and like yeah it didn't matter what we did like and we spent like i said thousands and thousands of dollars and i think i i remember like um I think I had to, when I sold my house, I had to like give them the paperwork of just like here, you know, in case you have a problem. I don't, I, you probably yeah. will because, right, things change. It's a rock and we're on a slope. Yeah. So, and, you know, everyone says from, from what we can gather, you know, it's, if it's just being used as a basement, it, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of what basements are made for. That's why they're not really living spaces. So, anyway, that's our plan. But that means that our son, I had to move upstairs again. So he took over what was my office. The sanctuary room, isn't I it? I know. <laughs> totally lost my whole oh, no. office. Like, I loved that room. And it took me a while to, um, I was like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then I had this brilliant idea, you know, like, fine that he lives in the basement. Yeah. I, like, was not ready to give up my room. I was like, well, it's not that wet. He would come up, his socks would be, like, sopping wet. And I was like, well... Wear boots. (laughs) Come on, be practical down there. And then I got the idea because, you know, my mom has 
you know, a, a apartment in our house. And over there on her side, she actually has two bedrooms. And so I was oh. like, well, maybe he could take that bedroom. Yeah. Norman was like, he's like, you know who doesn't make good roommates? Oh. An 80-year-old woman and an 18-year-old boy. They don't make good roommates. And I was like, no, no, they can totally. Right. Yeah. So um, so I actually tried. We moved his stuff up there. He never slept up there. He He would. He opted to still sleep in the basement on like a pillow on the floor just because it was, oh, first of all, it's far. Yeah. You know, it's not very convenient. And um, anyway, so I quickly was like, okay, yep. So we got him a new bed. He's all set up in that room. It's He now has a, a nice room and I am stuck up here in the closet, which is fine. It's actually more private. Yeah. You know, so that's nice. So I can, yeah. I can talk about them freely without them right. listening. And you can read it. Now you can start redecorating again. I can start redecorating again. You know, I love that. Um, so, yeah, so that was. That's a lot of disruption. It was a lot of disruption. But other than that, we had a really good uh, week. Norm was off this week and we did a lot. We didn't go on any vacations or anything, but we got, a, we like, we did a lot. It felt really good. We went to see um, Buddy Guy. Oh, yes. Right. How, good. It was so good. So we have seen him before. We saw him the last time we saw him. I We decided it was about. 15 years ago mm-hmm. down in Baltimore. And it was an amazing show. Like he is high energy um, and just, ama- you know, he, he's an amazing guitar player. And he was definitely the star of the show in that when we saw him 15 years ago, you know, and he always comes out into the audience apparently in all of his shows. Like we thought we were special, but he did it again this show. So I guess he just does it every show. <laughs> um, but, you know, he plays right in front of you. I mean, he walks all around wherever he is and it's just amazing. This year, so now he's 85. So oh, wow. I guess when we saw him, he was 70. Now he's 85. Wow. There's definitely a difference in energy. Yeah. Um, right. And his band, who I couldn't tell you one thing about the band when we saw him 15 years ago. I mean, he just outshined everyone. But the band was much more involved and fantastic, like mm-hmm. part of the show and really, um, you know, his amazing. band was very good. Um, but he was still fantastic. I mean, he's funny and he's an amazing guitar player and he still walks around out in the audience and comes wow. and plays for you. And it was funny because there was one guy there. So my husband just had surgery and he now is taken off that collar thing. He doesn't wear that anymore. Oh, good. Yeah, he's done with that. But there was another guy in the audience who had one of those collars on. And Buddy Guy, like, tuned into, you know, something is going on here. So he played for that guy and, like, really hung out with him and, like, touched his shoulder. Figures. Like, I know. I was like, Norman, you should have worn your collar. Yeah. We could have been getting all that attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, awesome. That's cool, Yeah, though. so it was really, it was a good show. It was really, we went out to dinner with friends beforehand and um, it was really nice. It was good to be, it was the first like live indoor performance that I've been to since yeah. COVID. And um, it was great. Like it was, it just felt like old times. It was nice. just fun and it was really good. Um, and then the next day we had uh, friends who we haven't seen in a long time, that whole, you know, the brewery that we used to hang out at all the time Yeah, um, that closed, uh, you know, everyone there kind of moved away, oh, but wow. everyone happened to be back in town for this weekend. So you know, every you know, they were over on Sunday and we got to see them and nice. Um, we did some great road trips, like just day trips. Um and they were fun. Yeah. So we went, um, we were gonna go to there's this monastery over in Westchester that we like to go to. It's just yeah, it's just beautiful grounds to walk on and it's just lovely. So we went over there one beautiful afternoon just to, you know, hike around and uh, they were closed. They closed at three. We were like, oh, we didn't. I kind of thought they were open 24 hours. I don't know. Yeah, I would think so, too. I don't know why. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. So and I guess we've just always happened to go in the morning. So they were closed and we were like, OK, bummer. So we just started to kind of drive around that area of Westchester near Cold Spring. And uh, we came across this place called Stone Crop Garden. Mm hmm. We didn't, we just saw a sign for it. So we were like, oh, let's check it out. It's way off the road. You know, you travel, you kind of drive like a mile into the woods. It is, it is, I cannot wait to go back. It is. So I guess it's an old estate. Mm -hmm. I don't really know the history because I was so blown away by the wildlife and the flowers that I like couldn't even concentrate on anything else. Wow. They have these amazing gardens. Everything is cataloged. So they have all of these really unique plants 
um, oh, but wow. labeled so you can, you know, find out about them. I, so many things that I now have a list for that I want in the yard. And they have this amazing pond that has bullfrogs in it. Ooh. But they're everywhere. There's tons of them. Hmm. And they're all making that noise they make. And, <laughs> uh, it is just, it was really cool. So that was a really neat thing we did. And then another day. You're, we not, went, you're, not, you're not getting bullfrogs now, are you? I would love bullfrogs. So when I did the Master Gardener program, my end of project, you know, like you have a project that you have to do to complete that sort of that thing, Master Gardener certification or whatever yeah. it is. Um, mine was all about frogs and how to attract frogs into your garden. And I was a lot, we don't, when I was a kid, we had frogs around here. Like you would find them just in the yard, jumping around. Yeah. And now we don't, they're in the, um, there's a pond not far from our house um, that you can walk to and they're there. But apparently, because people use products like Roundup and frog skin is so sensitive, that's like how they take things in through their skin. Yeah. So if they are exposed to any sort of chemical, it right. really oh. hurts them. Yeah. It, you know, it goes systemic really quickly. So they can no longer kind of like hop across lawns because a lot of people are using these chemicals and then they die. Hmm. So we, ha I have not seen frogs around here in a very long time. And it's kind of tricky to introduce frogs. Like I'd love to build a habitat and then maybe get frogs to start a population, but they're so sensitive that if you bring a frog in from anywhere, you could really like screw up their whole little ecosystem. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was, it was fascinating. It was just such a great, it was amazing. So yes, I totally want frogs in our yard. I would love to hear that sound at night, that sound they mm -hmm. make. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so cool. But anyway, um, so that was cool. And then we went to a um, one of the state historic sites. We just picked one randomly to go to another day. It was Olana, which mm. was the home of Frederick Church, who was apparently a very famous landscape artist who I've never, ever heard of. Yeah. But that was beautiful. I mean, the, the, how, the home just had these amazing views and we hiked all around there and we went to play pub trivia one night and... Um, yeah, we just had like a really big kind of week home, like nice. a staycation. No, yeah. but nice. I like yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah, so it was good. So I feel I feel good because sometimes I think when you, um, you know, we do a lot at home. Like I cook most of our food from scratch. We do the garden. You know, like we're kind of married to the property. And then when something goes wrong, like you have a flood, it can get really overwhelming. Like you just feel like you never have any leisure time. You just sort of are always working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was really good that this week that we had some fun things planned because otherwise it may have been pretty depressing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. All right. It's good. It's good to get away from all that and, right, yeah. and just be out and about. You know, well, that sounds like fun. I, that's yeah. great. Good for you. I've, I'm I'm going to take some time soon. Very, very soon in the next week. Good. Not this week. Next week. Um, We're going to go. In I'm going to go to Vermont with Keith first and then he's going to leave for a couple of days and I'm going to stay. Nice. And then they'll come back. So I'm going to try to be up there for a good seven to 10 days, I think. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I need to recover. I'm, I'm, we have been, you know, nonstop. And so, you know, our past week was orientation and, um, we went to see apartment complexes in, in the Boston area and, um, we tried to play pickleball a couple of times in between there. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm not recovered. I'm, I'm frustrated today. I think I'm a little like kind of bummed out. Like I went to go play earlier for my husband. It was like a Father's Day thing. So there was a lot of guys there, but I played one game, actually two games, and I repulled my muscle in my calf. Yeah. After doing all of these things for the last three weeks. And I was like, you walk away and you're like, I don't think I'm in the worst shape of my life, but I don't feel like I'm in the best. And I don't know. So like I'm gonna just stop playing for a couple of weeks and just just try to yeah. recover, but I'm just kind of bummed because like a lot of little, <laughs> like last night we, we, and I played Friday night and I was, I was fine for two and a half hours, which is probably again, part of the problem here. Right. I shouldn't be playing yeah. so long, but, um, but I was fine. And then the last game I tweaked it and it wasn't that bad. And I stretched it out and I used my massage therapy gun and last night we did it again and like we're both just like the whole body we're just like okay all over the place you know and you're yeah. like oh this feels great and so you feel really loose and we did it again before we left it didn't matter it didn't matter yeah. how many times i stretched i so i'm 
I don't know. I'm just in a, in like one of those spaces of just, I'm, I'm disappointed in my body and I'm just frustrated yeah. with myself that I'm like, what do I got to do? How do I fix this? You know? And I, I, yeah, I'm just, yeah. I have some answers in my head. I just don't, I don't, I'm not going to verbalize them right now, but I just feel like there's just certain things I want to do, but I'm just frustrated and I just feel very like, it's not like my brain and my body don't seem to match. Yeah. No, I totally hear you. I under, it, it can be really, um, it's hard when your body does not perform the way you want to. And yeah, and I tend to get down on myself. Like if I have any pain, I somehow always bring it back to something I'm doing wrong or, you know, yeah. you're like, I'm always like, well, clearly because it's, it's, you know, I need to lose weight or I'm not stretching right. enough or, you know, like I just ultimately get very down on myself about somehow this is totally, you know, my fault. And I, it, it's not a nice place to be when your no. body is not. No. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't... I have so many little injuries, like my finger hurts <laughs> from my head to my toe. Literally, I just, so I'm just, I don't want to complain. You know, I'm just kind of just trying to figure out like, so I just, do I do nothing? And then that's the problem. I do nothing and I recover quote unquote. Right. And then I want to start playing and I'm going to get hurt again. So it's like, it's a cycle that you feel like, so I know I'm going to do stuff in between. I'm not, I'm not going to play pickleball for a couple of weeks. Um, but I also just, I'm like, I'm just going to do other things like yoga, which I've been doing a lot of, um, yeah. I'm going to go back and do Pilates. I'm going to do some strength training. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of just a little. Mm. Um, I know it's, it's fine. It is good to find activities. Like that's why I like the bike. Like I yeah. love going for a bike ride because I don't get hurt from it. Like yeah. it, you know, for whatever that motion, like everything there works for me. And then yeah. that's very encouraging because it, you know, it is hard. Um, you know, it is hard when you're doing things, but uh, gardening, you know, when I spend a whole day in the garden, I used to be able to spend a whole day in the garden, no problem. Yeah. Now, like I need to take a day to recover and like that bending over motion or squatting in the garden that like does yeah. a number on my back and you know, it's hard when you want to do things. So I don't know, finding things that work can be encouraging. So yeah. That's why I like bike riding because I it makes me feel good that I've done something active and I, it's like I don't have any, there's no punishment time. Yeah. From it. It's like it just works. Yeah. I also think like we, you know, I mean, a lot of older people play this game. So you certainly can be capable of, I just think it's also who we're playing with. Like today I played two games with pretty aggressive people and mostly men. And I just, and I've always played again in co-ed, right? It's not a big deal. Um, but I wasn't ready for it. And I think I jumped in too quickly and I shouldn't have played with these particular people. I didn't, you know, and I warmed up yeah. and stuff, but I think it was just too an aggressive play for me at that point with, with an injury still. And so I was like, mm. and so I wasn't playing. And then I was like, trying not to say anything, but they noticed I was limping and they were like, you know, taking advantage. And then they're getting, you know, they're hitting the ball really hard. And I'm just kind of like, I couldn't, I couldn't get out of the game. So, and I should have stopped it. You know, it's just like stupid shit that I was like, come on. I'm like, I'm too old for this stuff. Right. Like we played Friday night. We play with this older man. He's 79. He's a former tennis player who was phenomenal. He's got neuropathy. So there's certain moves he can't do, but he's yeah. phenomenal. You would never know there's something physically going on with him. He doesn't really bend over. He can't charge the ball, but he plays a mean game and he's really good. I mean, mean game, like he's really nice, but like, he's good, you know? Yeah, and so yeah. you're like, okay, he's 79 and he's got problems. Clearly, you know, yeah. real issues. But he, but he found what works for him. Like right. he found and he, who he needs to play with. Exactly. You know, he's figured yes. out his pace, what works for him. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to go to where we went and play. Cause that's just, that would be too, it's just, so I was like, I, I left my husband there because I was like, it's father's it go. You want to play. There's a lot of guys. Just go, go play, have fun. Hopefully it doesn't get hurt. Um, and I just left and I, I, I got myself some decaf coffee and a donut because I was <laughs> going to just wallow <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> Good for you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm not happy right now. Oops. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just needed some self-soothing, unfortunately, with some food. <laughs> no, I think that makes total sense. And find where, you, you know, find what feels good. I, I was actually had this on my list to talk about today because I found a new, you know, I do all these YouTube. YouTube is my favorite workout partner. And um, I have found a new yoga woman that I do now pretty religiously. She's nice. um, Nourished, Nourished Natasha is mm. her channel. She's not very big, not very popular. Like all of her videos have, you know, 
100 views. Like not it's she's not a yoga with Adrian at this point. Mm -hmm. But I find that so she's um, she's, a you know, a um, curvier gal. And I really I, I've decided I don't like doing yoga. I think it's important to find a yoga instructor who has either a similar body type or um, I don't want to say restrictions, but like makes yeah. the same accommodation or whatever, because yeah. for, for like weight training, that doesn't, I do weight training at yoga, um, YouTube videos, and that can be anyone, right? Like yeah. I can, I can do them. I, it's fine. But yoga should really be something that feels good and you're happy doing. And I find when I do, like, there are things that Adrian does in every single video that just are not comfortable for my body. Yeah. And so I have really appreciated finding this woman, Natasha, who does yoga in a way that's similar, that's comfortable for me. And so mm -hmm. I kind of feel good through the whole practice. Nice. Um, and I just think that that's really important. Like it makes the practice much more enjoyable that she's not doing, uh, some of the things that ladies with actual boobs can't do, you know, yeah. like, yep. like there's just certain things that certain parts get in the way, <laughs> right? Like certain body types just don't lend themselves to certain moves. And yeah. if they're just not in the practice, then I don't have to feel bad about myself while I'm modifying it. Because for yeah. me, no matter you know, even though it's totally like modify the move, make yeah. it feel good for you. Of course, like in my head, that makes sense. But while I'm doing it, right, You're I'm just, somehow yeah. judging that I shouldn't have to do this. And yeah. it just makes the practice less enjoyable. Yeah. Um, good for you. So, yeah. That's so good. I think finding, you know, like find where you belong. Like maybe you, you know, like, right. Maybe you shouldn't be playing with the aggressive guys. Nope. Maybe nope. you should find like a women's league, who, you know. Yeah. And I think, Arches. I think there's like, you know, there's, there was a bunch of other men that I've played with there that I know aren't like that and would have been fine, you know, um, yeah. to play with. But I, I just, it's also the place. It is exactly right. It is a dedicated pickleball place and it's phenomenal. It's got an indoor courts. It's great. And for the you know last couple of months, we've been going there pretty frequently, but I, I just, I, this Friday night crew that we were doing, um, pickleball with, just it just ended, which we don't know why for the summer, and we're trying to find out like, can they bring it back? Because we we're all just like, no, we like it, you know. And the camaraderie yeah. was we laughed the whole, for three hours. It it went by so fast because you're just laughing and having a good time. Like I played yeah. against a pregnant woman on Friday night, and we were none of nobody was aggressive, you know. Like everybody was just, and again, I can handle the aggressive part. I've just when you have an injury, they're they're just they're sensitive to it. They're just like, oh, cool, you know. Like we'll we'll be. Yeah. mindful of that you know and i was like i didn't want to play with anybody and they're like no it's okay if anything you know we'll cover for you and it'll just make us a better player like you know we'll figure it out. it's okay and like i couldn't do that at this place or today you know yeah. i couldn't have been like well, hey who can cover once you me? said that they saw that you were limping and so they took advantage of it like, oh they totally a, did that's a pretty clear indication that like yeah. i don't know you don't yeah. you don't need to do that no like one guy <laughs> shot he he served the ball he served to me and it was like off the edge of the, you know, like in tennis, like it was like on the side. And I went and actually returned it. And he was like, you weren't supposed to get that. Yeah. And I had a good shot. And I, and the other side, they, I got the point, you know, like he couldn't, uh, they yeah. couldn't, they couldn't return it back. So I was like, mm, yeah, F you, you know, <laughs> not happy, but, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. Should be more, more fun and easygoing than that. Yeah. There for fun. Yeah. 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 Find your people. Find your people. Yeah. And, and I, my lesson in life, right? Like my, yeah. so we went to orientation for one of my sons. Oh, exciting. And it was great. Like we, you know, it's, it's that, you know, kiss and shove out the door. Bye. See you tomorrow. And we, we did some stuff with like, um, the parents had some couple orientation classes and stuff like, you know, just meeting certain people and you hear a lot of the stuff I've heard already, but it was like, okay, fine. One more time. Um, I gotten, you know, gotten some questions answered that I had about some health stuff that I had to figure out for him. And, and then like, we were like, well, we have nothing to do. So we stayed at one of the hotels in town and uh, on purpose. So we could just walk around the town. It's all walkable. So we did a lot of walking and I was fine. Um, and we went out to a couple different, like we, we bopped in a couple different places, like stores and then restaurants. And then we had dinner at one place. And we just had a great time. Like we, one place we went to that I think I sent you a picture of, of like it was a beer place. Yeah, it looked really funky. And fun. It was it was so much fun. Like this clearly is the place to go. And it was like the bartender was a senior in, at the school. She happened to be a marine biology major. So we had this long conversation with her about 
the program and comparative to other programs and my son, other son who's doing that. And, um, but they, they made like the food was phenomenal. Like I, I love a, a burger joint that thinks outside the box. So they had like burgers, then they had chicken burgers, then they had uh, cauliflower burgers and they had other plant-based burgers. It was phenomenal. And they did all of these, um, like apparently Guy Fiari, is that how you say his name? Fiari, Fiari, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. His, his diner was there and they kind of had this like famous burger and it was awesome. It was like this, you know, like kimchi was in it and like, oh, it's really, it was spicy, but it was wonderful. And it was a chicken patty. It wasn't even a real burger. It wasn't meat. It wasn't beef. But, um, so it was good. Like we, the fry, everything was good. We just had a great time. The beer selection was great. And then yeah, the decor was great. And then we just bopped around and, um, clearly not a lot of the parents did what we did. Cause like, it was pretty empty. We thought it would be like a little bit more full with all these kids there. Um, but a lot of people go 20 minutes away to this other seaside town um, instead. But uh, we had a great time. We, we so like I, I, I had to write in the notes, like all these different things that we learned during orientation. Um, half of them I won't repeat. But uh, I learned there's this um, mango syrup. Okay. It's um, so we were at this bar and somebody was ordering a cocktail and this woman squeezing a bottle that looks like a bottle of mayonnaise. And I was like, ooh, is that like, what is she doing? And it's like orangey stuff coming out of it. And it didn't look good. She puts it down and I can see the label. And it's this, and I ended up looking it up. It's this company that makes a bunch of cocktail flavored syrups that you can make in mixed drinks. Okay. And so they, I asked the bartender, I was like, what, what do you, where do you put that in? She's like, everything. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, it's so good. And I was like, really? She's like, yes. And I was like, I was a lot of sugar in it. She's like, yeah, but it's like you add it to, you could add it to margaritas. You could add it, I mean, any type of, you know, any flavor, you know, cocktail you want, or even if you just want like something on the rocks, you want it just a little pinch of something, right. you put that in it. And we were like, what? And so I looked it up and there's like, I would say a good 10 or 15 different varieties, you know, from, yeah, these syrups. And it was kind of, again, Keith was like, you're never buying that. I'm like, no, it's on Amazon for like $3. <laughs> I'm going to totally buy and just see what I can make with it. But yeah, so we had a long conversation about that, but it was fascinating. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, and then we met this um, person who, I think he was just pulling our chain, but he was kind of like, you know, when you sit next, you sit at a bar, you just make random talk with people. And this guy was wrapping up and he was ready to go. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to walk outside. And um, it's like, I hope I spontaneously combust. And we were like, okay, are we worried? <laughs> Should we, somebody call someone? And then he just got into this whole thing about like, what a way to go. And, you know, it's just like talking our ear off about it. And he wants to tell his friends, uh, like what a great story that would be for his friends. if he, That's what happened to him. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, all right. Well then you have a good day then. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you say? It was just so bizarre. I was like, all right, you do you buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you did. yeah, strange, 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 stranger conversation. Although now that I'm thinking about it, if it's your time, like if you're good and old, that's kind of is a good way to go. Yeah, like, he wasn't just quick and easy. Yeah, just dissipate. You just dissipate, I guess, yeah. instantly. Yeah, no, right. I mean, again, <laughs> practically speaking, we were like, okay, we don't know what. There's no way for that to happen, right? Unless you get hit by lightning and really do, die, you know what I mean? And maybe that's will happen. That reaction was, could happen. Was he on mushrooms? He was probably. No, he was just <laughs> drinking, but uh, I don't. Maybe I don't know. I don't know from a hole in the wall. He had a briefcase. He was. I mean, he was like a guy in our in the forties, maybe fifties. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It was really bizarre. It was really. I mean, you, you know, you meet weird. You meet some characters in everywhere. breweries and bars. Yeah, yeah. There's, everywhere. there's some characters. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just you know. And then we we ended up walking. And so this this like this was the second place we had gone to before we decided to go back to the hotel and. On our way out, um, one of the staff, she was, um, we had overheard her earlier talking to someone nearby us that she had gotten some tattoos. So maybe Keith and I were on mushrooms after I tell you this story um, <laughs> because we were just, it's something really, it was really weird. So we walk out on the way out, we see her and we're like, oh, you know, we heard you over talking before and you got some new tattoos. How is the tattoo place over here? And she's like, it's great, blah, blah, blah. And she showed us her tattoos. They were nice. And it didn't even look like they had, she had just gotten them that day because they looked fine and they were not red. Nothing was bleeding. It was fine. I was like, wow, it looked great. And so she's like, yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, it was funny because we passed by the tattoo place and I saw somebody getting a tattoo, but they were outside. Like they were giving a tattoo to somebody outside. And Keith looks at me and he's like, 
I saw that and I saw her taking pictures of someone's tattoo, not giving a tattoo. So this woman's like listening to us banter back and forth and trying to see who was right. Cause I was like, no, I saw them giving a tattoo. He's like, no, I saw them giving a photo, taking a photo of the tattoos. And so the woman with the tattoos was like, um, I've never heard of anybody getting a tattoo on the outside of the place. And we don't typically take pictures either. <laughs> so basically Keith turns to her and she's, he's like, so basically the only thing we can agree upon in this whole conversation is there, there is a tattoo place. <laughs> Because like, and what happens there? We don't really know. We like, don't really know. No, we nobody don't know. knows what you saw. Right. No. And we were like, we walked out of there and we laughed so hard because we were just like, what did we see? You know, <laughs> you know, you just like, we weren't drunk. There was nothing. We weren't on anything. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Like, wow, that was so weird that he saw something completely. I mean, it was at the same time we were together. It wasn't like he passed by five minutes later and saw something different. We were there together. <laughs> And saw something totally different. Isn't that weird? And you're convinced, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it is weird when that happens where you're like, no, what were you looking at? That's not what happened. No. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we had a good time. It was good. My son was happy. He loves his classes. He, um, Aww. you know, likes his schedule. Yeah. Like everything about it. He he really, you know, he made a couple friends, you know, some couple people that he got to hang out with. He got to live in the dorm for the night. He got a, a good feel for that. And um, I think he's, you know, in the mindset, right? You know, yeah. now it's just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> have to wait two yeah. more months. Okay. Um, but he did also, which really cool. Um, they, I don't know if, if, if um, your son's college offered this, but they have these programs for early, um, like you can go like a week early. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so he, um, He's doing this one week. So he gets to he gets to move in like on a Sunday instead of the Friday. So a week before. Yeah. And he is going to do all week long, he's going to do a volunteering in the community. And so every day, um, there's like 10 different organizations. And then every day you get to do one or two of them, like one block in the morning and then another in the afternoon. And then like you kind of you can switch around, or you I think you can stay with one for a couple of days and then switch it. And then he he goes with like 75 other kids, all freshmen. Yeah. Um and then like do they do like leadership stuff in between and like it's like a full day like they'll be busy they won't be sitting around and then they'll do stuff on campus and they'll do hang out at night stuff and you know it's meant to be do something civic oriented but also then you know kind of meet people um yep. so yeah, he got that, in yeah my son's school offered that and he did it and so you know he was up there a week early and the best part of that is Moving them in that day a week early is a hundred times easier than on the day when everyone's moving in. Yeah. You know, the, the elevator was, we had no problem getting in and out of the elevator because of course there's one elevator and it's, you know, the size of a postage stamp in the building. Yeah. And so you have to put all of your, that the, on move-in days, they don't even let a person in there. Like you put stuff on the elevator, it goes up and then you meet it oh, and take wow. stuff out. Okay. So on regular move-in day, that takes hours oh. like you're waiting and waiting we had no wait it was great because there were like 10 people in the whole building moving in it was it was fantastic so way to go good move do that yeah for that yeah. reason alone it's yeah. worth it we, did you so we were thinking about we would go back on move-in day and that way like we'd give him a week to live there and figure out if he forgot like does he need anything does he want anything and then we would come back on move-in day just because we're curious we want to see it um, and then we'd go visit him and drop off whatever. And his brother could come too. You know, I mean, his brother yeah. might come anyway, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. But so, you didn't go back. No. Well, well, Max was six hours away. So oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. go back. Um, but uh, no, don't like move everything you think he's going to need <laughs> that first day. Because move in day is a madhouse. So, yeah. I mean, if he forgets a pair of shoes, great. You can bring those. But like. Yeah. Yeah. Move in on that day. Like that is the the beauty of those programs is that you get to move in early. I know, but I kind of like moving day. I mean, I don't know. You know, You're again, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the quintessential <laughs> college experience where everything's, you know, like really ridiculous. And you're just like, yeah. But I figured like if we go back that day, we can meet his roommate. You know what I mean? Because otherwise yeah. we won't. We won't unless unless off chance he meets the one, he, you know, somebody he's moving with is in the program, too. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so go back. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's neat to go back, and and plus, then you would, you know, you will not have seen him for a week. You'll, yeah, you'll want to go back. Yeah, he may yeah. not want you to come, but you'll yeah. want to go. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, right. I think once we kind of know like all the details of what he needs to bring, and then yeah, we'll bring, we'll we'll get him situated, and then probably 
Yeah, I definitely bring the bulk, bring the bulk of stuff that yeah. first day because yeah, it's gonna be way easier. Yeah, yeah, no, we're so we're we're in the thick of getting all that stuff and all the tips you gave me was really helpful and we're hearing the same thing from all the people because there was a whole session on like your your dorm room and what to bring and what not to bring and what to use and what not to use, all the same stuff you told me. So it's good to yeah, good to do that. And now we're just actually purchasing things we don't have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh it's exciting though and so your other son what's the different like how many weeks between when one leaves and then the other one leaves well now that he got into the program it'll be a two-week difference okay that's gonna be a long two weeks for him yes <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah i think it'll be way in some ways good in some ways not so good yeah no i, I think know. i think it would be hard you know yeah. that you're you know especially that they're twins they you know that one kind of goes off and doing it and the other one has to wait two weeks That's yeah it's gonna be a rough play on something fun <laughs> yeah and i feel like to the point of like you know we weren't sure if so one could you know if my son hadn't got into the program they could have both gone to move and date like we could have had an extra helper my son could have seen it but i actually think if we go back to move in day we'll probably just go as parents and not bring the other one because i think there's this whole thing about they want to decide if they want to tell people they're twins Okay. Okay. So, so I was like, okay, you know what? This is actually good. He can come in the week before when we're going, you know what I mean? And all four of us could go down and I mean, assuming everything fits in the car, who the hell knows? Um, you know, and then if we don't have to take two and then, you know, he could see his room and be there and get that experience with his brother. And then, right. We, we go back and that way his brother can, you know, doesn't have to be like, this is my twin. This is my twin. Right. Right. And people yeah. have to get confused because it's a real thing. I mean, again, I can't, I can't, I'm not a twin, so I can't, I don't always get it. So I'm trying to be sensitive to. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. This is the first time that they're really going to have the opportunity to totally establish their own identity, which has got to yeah. feel probably like amazing and scary. Yeah. 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 So the other orientations this week, we're growing wednesday to friday i'm like i'm tired i don't know we were so tired coming back and that again maybe because we were hungover but <laughs> but uh you know it's exhausting i mean i don't know how the kids i mean my son was he came home and he was like i'm gonna go to sleep now i'm i'm really tired and he's like we were up until like midnight and we had gone all day and they had them busy all day right. um yeah yeah so and my the one the one that we're going to this week it's eight to four each day. I'm like, what are they doing with these kids? <laughs> it's a long time. So, yeah, and it's not like the parent program is not as intense. So, like, we're going to be in and out. And so we're just going to go hang out at the beach. Good. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, we're going to go eat on the water. And we're going to, I mean, Newport's right there. So, like, Rhode Island. So it's, like, it's a pretty I good. I love that area. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to go bop around because I'm like, whatever. You know. Yeah. Go tour some of those old houses or do the... um that cliff walk, I think it's called. Yes. Yeah. We did so, part of that last time. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's fun. Ow. Oh, I can't Good. Um, And so, so we also, go ahead. No. Oh, I was going to say, what are you guys doing for Father's Day? It's Father's Day today. Anything? No, my husband's playing pickleball. That's yeah. what he's doing. Um, Nothing. I mean, I'm going to cook for him. My other son got a new job, so he's working right now. Um, at it like a, it's a, like a sports complex, entertainment amusement park it's got everything like right now there's a reptile expo going on over there <laughs> but you can play mini golf bumper cars you can play basketball there's leagues there's ice hockey i mean this place is huge and it's around the corner from my house and he just got a um, they're always looking for help so i was like you know what you need to make some money get out of the house so he just got a job there so no i think i'm just gonna cook i'm gonna cook dinner later for the hubs and the kids and just hang nice. out yeah yeah norm's cooking his own dinner because he um got this enormous frying pan oh yeah it came from um our friend steve so you know steve <laughs> yes so you're not surprised that norman found like a two foot wide frying yeah. pan in his yeah. garage so that came home with him and so now he's excited <laughs> to cook in it and i'm like that's all you babe that is yeah. all he's cooking on a fire over in the backyard i'm like you have fun with that so i i got out of cooking i'm no. like great because i can't even lift this thing it weighs like 80 pounds yeah, you're just gonna leave it there. Yeah. yeah, so he's it's all him. So he's uh he's taking care of his own father's day. Good for him. Nice. That's a good that's <laughs> not a bad deal. 
<laughs> I'm sure if I decided to just, you know, tell Keith that I my leg hurts too much and I I don't want to stand, he would be like, let's order in or <laughs> barbecue. He'd barbecue, you know, probably. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I just um I get my act together. Um we we spent a lot of time uh in the last week looking at apartments. Oh, how'd that go? I don't know. I think it's like we're so it's really like we have all these ideas, like we've done all this research for the last month and a half of like apartment complexes, which have all the amenities. And then we were like townhomes. And then you know, so now we're just what we're trying to do is just research basically and visit these places. So we made a bunch of appointments with all these apartment complexes that have all these amenities in them. And the prices are comparable to buying a, to, to renting a townhome um, in many of these places. So we're like, oh, if we're going to pay the same price and get a free gym and get a, you know, Right. Got a parking garage and, you know, not have to worry about shoveling snow. And like, so we're just kind of weighing the pros and cons. And part of the problem we're running into, which is not surprising, is um, we need space. Like, you know, we're downsizing from a pretty big place to half the size in most cases. And we don't want anything less than um, we need at least two bedrooms, basically in a half. Like three is, is the optimal. And that's really hard to get. Yeah. And it's not so much the cost. It's just, you know, we don't know if it'll be available when we're available. And so so we just wanted to go see some places. Like when they tell you it's like, you know, 1,100 square feet, you're like, well, how is that proportioned? Right. You know, how big are the bedrooms? How big are, you know, like I can deal with a small living room if I at least have a decent sized bedroom where I can fit two kids. <laughs> right. You know, so so it's it's actually helped us figure out what we well we would love that a sort of apartment complex with amenities unless it has a three bedroom we're not doing it like it's just not going to work so that's helped right and so we're also i think i've talked about this before it's really hard like we're just trying to figure out the phasing of like with dogs and cats and kids you still need a, a good amount of space and so maybe what we want which is that ideal place where we can walk into town and, and there's plenty of restaurants and a place to walk the dog and the kids can come home and like you know jump on the train to the boston that may not exist really or at least in the price point that we are trying to stay in so that has sort of made us feel like okay maybe we kind of inch out of the city a little bit where we can still catch a good train line and get a little bit more of that space and then maybe eventually in a couple of years we would move closer if we're still there so I don't know. I, I just, I think we're both feeling like we don't want to be, we don't want to settle. You know, we feel like with the level of new freedom we're about to have, like where we are now, we, we sort of not settled, we settled for us, not for the family, right? It was the right choice for our family. Right, right. But there's nothing to do here. Yeah. And we just don't want to be in a position where we're going to have to get in the car again and like go down to go out to eat or go out and, you know, go to a park. Like we always, always have to get in the car. Like we're, we're interested in a little bit more of that urban living. And I think, or I can't speak urban living and um, I'm not sure we're going to get it with what the needs that we have right now. Yeah. Oh. No, I totally understand that. That does sound exciting. Like in this stage of life when yeah. you have more freedom to, kind of just immerse yourself for a couple of years and because you know ultimately you're going to wind up yeah. sort of in a more country like that's your ultimate yeah. goal so right you might as well go all in for yeah. the next few years of like really having that city life experience and then leaving it yeah but it, it yeah I would imagine it's hard with right the space requirements I'm sure three bedroom apartments go in a second I mean yes Yes. And they're hard to <coughs> Yeah. Right. And then the dog. And the... But are yeah. there, like, so in New York City, there are a lot of neighborhoods that have, you know, brownstones that either you rent the whole thing or they're chopped up into three apartments. Yes. And you're, you know, you're definitely in the city, but you maybe have a little yard and yes. the apartments are, so. There's absolutely, they call them townhomes here. Yes. It's exactly what they're, that's the, that's really where we're going to end, probably end up. The challenge with that is that there's, you know, our availability is not until the fall. So there's really, like, we're just starting to see some stuff in September, still a little too early for us. So we're sort of playing the game of, you know, when we start seeing um, stuff for the time frame that we really need. Then we'll start looking at those. So we're just trying to rule out all the yeah bigger plate, you know, apartment complex place. Put ourselves in a couple of waiting lists just to see if anything pops for three bedroom, because it would be nice. But um, 
Yeah, you get you, there's a mixed bag. I mean, we can get a single family home for you know pretty inexpensively uh, in some of these places, but then again, we're while we're in the city, we're nowhere near downtown and walkability. We'd still have to get in the car and go somewhere. So like we feel like that's the same thing, like what yeah. we're doing right now. So what's the difference? It's a little bit closer. Does Boston but... have um, like you know New York City has an amazing subway system. Does Boston have public transportation that's it's yeah, not. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. So it, there's a commuter rail, and then there's like there's subway T. They call it. So um, yes, and it's getting better. And certain they've just expanded a couple of lines into the area that we're looking in. Actually, like one of the apartment complex, literally, right where you park is right where the new new T stop is going to be for a new train line that they're almost done with. So eh, going to be noisy, but you know, very convenient. Um, so yeah, so. There are options. So that's how we're doing our search is like everywhere we look, the towns, uh, Keith is always like, it's either, you know, we could take an Uber, we could t ride the bike, we could walk or we, right, we could park because there's a T or is there a commuter rail. So we're not willing to go outside of those areas because that's the problem. Like we want to get into the city right. quick, quickly and take advantage. If we're not going to be, if we're going to be a little bit on the outskirts, we want to be able to jump in quickly and enjoy going into the city of Boston, which is, we're not, we're, we're not looking in the city of Boston. It's actually just too expensive right now. And so here's the other, the other conundrum of like, where are we with the economy, right? Yeah. And the, and the rates, and then we want to sell. And so we're actually going to go a little early and putting the house up in about a month now. Mm -hmm. So mid July versus early August. And so just to see, just, to, just in case. And then, um, so that's a little stressful too, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just, so I don't know, like my plan, my backup to the backup to the backup is if we can't find something in the time frame we need, I'm just going to have to ask if I can temporarily live in Vermont until right. I find something. Work remotely. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully it'll only be like a month, maybe two. Um, not, you know, we don't have to, hopefully we wouldn't have to wait till spring of right. next year, you know, but either way, I want to sell my house. I mean, no matter what, we don't want to be here. So like, that's the, that's the one thing we're like, Hey, you know, and, and I don't want to have to move twice if I don't have to. Um, so yeah, we just have a lot. I, I'm, I'm, I think that's the other thing. I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed of just like, yeah, I don't no, know what stuff to get rid of yet. I don't know what to put in storage. I don't, you know what I mean? It's just like too many unanswered. I don't know. It's all coming. Yeah, but you're in limbo, and limbo, I always say limbo is the worst place to be. Like, it's not the change, it's not no. getting, it's that, like, when you don't know what your next move is and how to plan, you're kind of, like, you just feel like you're wasting time. Yeah, 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 yeah. and I and I go through that, we, we, we had this whole long conversation after we did a lot of apartment stuff, we're like, none of our furniture is really going to fit in these places, they're just too small, and besides a bed couches have to be rethought and I think it's like unlike New York I feel like it was really easy to get rid of garbage and, and like furniture in New York like I think I could sell anything in New York here it's not that simple like I'm really? yeah and so Keith's like well we can just get a storage and then slowly get rid of stuff and I'm like uh, no <laughs> I, I can't yeah I don't know I don't want no, that. that's like a slippery slope into yeah to hoarding <laughs> yeah right right and, right. and paying then for to do it temporarily, I totally understand. But right. people who pay for storage units for like two years, I'm like, just get – you could rebuy things. Like just yes. get rid of stuff. Yeah. Yes. And so I think what we're going to end up probably like once we once we lock in the house and we're selling this house, irrespective of where we may end up, I think then I'm going to start the process of just trying to get rid of stuff. And we've already made a decision like we're – we know what stuff we're definitely going to take with us. And we have a storage unit up in Vermont. So we're going to put some stuff up there um, that we definitely want closer to Vermont anyway. And then, um, and then, right, we just have to figure out the furniture. And, like, I have all this, yeah. like, I have a treadmill that's brand new. And, like, we've got a whole drum set that's, like, I don't think my kid wants to get rid of. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm not sure what we're going to do with yet. And um, I'm hoping, like, by August we do know. And then I can either sell it. Right. Or store it. I don't really, I guess I don't really want to do that if I don't have to. Um, yeah. It does make sense to store stuff up in Vermont since that's where you are going to wind up. Like at least you know, you know, there's a plan there eventually. Yeah. So but, that, and especially point, stuff that's like, you know, sentimental. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's what's going up there. Yeah. Not yeah. like I'm not putting furniture up there. Like I have, I have four sets of beds in, in up here in my garage. Like, you know, I have all this stuff. And so here's my other conundrum. Like this is the stuff that when you grow up, and your entire life was hand-me-downs, right? Like that's how I started every single apartment. It was always just bring over. I mean, we used to joke when we finally got rid of the last piece of hand-me-down. We were like, yay, 
yay, you know, we could finally afford our own coffee table, whatever it was, you know what I mean? But you just drag the stuff when you're young. Right. Because that was the cheapest and the furniture was good. And why would you throw it out and, you know, get rid of it or sell it or whatever? And I have this thing where I'm, I, in one, in one vein, I like, yeah, why would I put that in storage for four years? I should just sell it because I can always get a new treadmill. But then I'm like, well, right. why, why don't I just hold on to it? <laughs> why do I got to get rid of it? Um, and then like, what if the kids want their own place? And then I, I've got written all these beds and all this furniture and I'm like, then I got to buy it again. What if I'm not in a position to help them buy it then? Yeah. I don't know. So it's funny you say that because, um, our friend Steve again, his daughter who we're very close with just got her first, she rented a house, um, with her boyfriend Nice in a different state and they're very excited and it's really, it's a good move. It's, uh, you know, they both have great jobs and they want to buy somewhere, um, you know, near the coast because they both are in, you know, mm-hmm. nautical trades. Yes. Um, but they want to, you know, kind of explore the area. So they're going to rent for a little while. And you know, our friend Steve saves everything. Yeah. Everything. And so she just went shopping for her apartment in his house. house like she yeah. has everything. She right. Has everything, everything she needed, he had. So it's funny you say that because we think like, oh, get rid of everything. You'll never need it. But like in this case. Like, See, he, yes. he was right. We've made fun of him for years for keeping everything. And now it's like, oh, well, thank God you kept all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And right. I, I, I yeah, I, I mean, I have the kids old beds and then I have their new beds. So I'm like, I'm going to keep the new ones, probably get rid of the older ones, but they're, they're fine. The mattresses are fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, there's things in my head that I'm like, I just got to, um, we just got to figure it out. And again, I don't want to put all this money towards storage just to hold on to stuff for things that may never, yeah, we may never ever use. It is. It's tough. Moving is uh, my worst nightmare. That's why I'm never doing it. I know. <laughs> I know. But see, like, we're, like, it's funny. Like, I'm excited to downsize. Okay. I really do. Like, the one thing that these apartments, even this, like, even a townhome will, will force us to do is to downsize. Like, I, I yeah. don't need three couches. I have three couch. Actually, I have more than that, but yeah. um, different sizes. But yeah, no, it is good. I I just thought of that when I was so you know Max has this new room, right? But a lot of his stuff got wet and stuff he just didn't really need. Does he need a couch? Yeah, <laughs> he does not need a thing. He um, because you've saved on to stuff, right? See, that's why. <laughs> well, and he is not sentimental at all. Right. Like I had to go through. I mean, he threw everything in boxes to get rid of, like pictures. I mean, he, my son does not have a sentimental bone in his body. He just doesn't. Like, he just isn't attached to things in that way. Yeah. He's very happy to get rid of stuff. I pulled some stuff out that was meaningful for me. Yeah. But now his room downstairs is, it's just lovely. Like, I had painted it like a nice bright white. So it's all like clean. It has hardwood floors. The sun comes shining in in the morning. And there's nothing. There's his clothes and a bed. And when mm. I walk in that room, it's so peaceful. Um, yeah. You know, the rest of the house is like, if there's an empty space, I stick something on it. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's, yeah. you know, I have this very like eclectic, you know, yeah. style, Cozy. little little bohemian, little, you know, our house is just, it's got a ton of character. Yeah. But it's Lived not, in. yeah. But his room, I'm like, oh, this is, sometimes I go in there and just sit. I'm like, oh, nice. this is so nice. It's just so empty and crisp and clean and it's nice so yeah get rid of it <laughs> yeah 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 and i think that's the other part of it is i'm i'm ready to purge again and and um you know much and keith's like oh god <laughs> so like you know but before we moved you know two years ago we, we were purging for months i mean you know 15 years living in a house you know right you've just yeah. got, you've accumulated so much stuff and so you know we whittled a lot of that down but we're we're we've got to do more whittling i mean there's just so much stuff that we don't we're not going to need but right but right so this is so then here's the other thought i, I think i need to go buy a house in vermont where i could just dump everything and then yeah. that way i don't have to worry because <laughs> he won't let me put he won't let me put some furniture in the house that we do have in Vermont. And I'm like, well, then I, with the money we get from the house that we're selling in Massachusetts, I'm going to buy another house and that's where I'm going to put all the extra beds and couches <laughs> because I'm, I, I can't get rid of it and I don't want it in storage. And he's like, so you'd pay a mortgage, <laughs> but not a storage <laughs> fee. It's like, you're crazy. And I'm like, oh, I know. But, yeah. um, but that's the other thing. It's like, we don't want to, 
Like I'm not going to get rid of, we have an electric mower. I'm not going to get rid of it. Right. I don't need it in my current house in Vermont because we have no lawn, but I'm like, but in a couple of years. So, you, so you're going to be living in an apartment and you don't need it. <laughs> and you you don't need it in Vermont. No. And how, like about how much was it? Was it like. A couple hundred bucks. I mean, they're not cheap, <laughs> but yeah, I don't need okay. it. I don't need to save no, it. No. And you're going to pay more to store it. Like you could just yeah. buy a new one in five years when you might actually need it. You know, it. we're going to have to have like a whole session. We'll probably have to invite Keith. I'm going to have to go through everything we own and you're going to yes. have to be the arbiter of. Does it stay? Does it go? Does it go mm -hmm. in storage? <laughs> yeah, I think you need an intervention because, yeah, I think you could get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to invite our mutual friend up and just say, can you come and, like, help me purge this house? Okay. Oh, yeah. Or you, But you could do it, too. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. So, yeah, um, we can make a – not that I want you well, to And I think that visiting. might be helpful. It, kind, it sometimes is helpful to have someone be like, no, you don't need – you right. don't need – like, think about what you're – because, you know, we get in our head, like, and we're attached to things and we're, yeah. you know. Um, but, yeah, I think the mower <laughs> can go. I, and it's probably got some sort of battery. Like, it's not even oh, going to yeah. last five years. Like, if yeah. you don't use it for five years, it's not going to – it's, it's no, it's not, not work. No, I should yeah. probably just sell it to somebody here who doesn't have one that would like one and right get half the money and be fine with it. And yep. but that's but this is the thing. Like I know our mutual friend. Like I think she sells things for people too. Like I want yeah. someone to do that. For, I don't have time for that. Like okay. I, I'll give you a portion if I have to. I, I cannot put post things on Facebook Marketplace. I bet there's, there's somebody up there that does that. That you know helps yeah. people move, helps people downsize and get rid of stuff, and then we'll deal with the Facebook Marketplace or have a garage yeah. sale or whatever it is. They'll run all of it, and you give them whatever thirty percent. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I and think it's I'm gonna worth post. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna post in the Facebook group and, and over here and just see if I can find someone because I I just that's the thing that those are the things that I'm like I have zero time for. And I don't, and I know Keith and I, we both don't want to be doing that. We just don't want to yeah. do it. Nope. Maybe hire someone. No. Let them do it all. And, and, and then you can find a home it. for stuff, you know? Yeah. 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 Like I liked one of the places that we found last time when we moved two years ago was for like a woman's shelter. Yeah. So she took a lot of our old kids toys and I was like, you know how good that felt? Right. I was like, Yeah. So I don't know who needs a lawnmower in a women's shelter, but yeah. <laughs> maybe there's somebody else. Yeah. No, I think I think that's true. Like truly downsize. Keep sentimental stuff. That's fine. But like Yeah. All the couches store, can go. And it, you know, it takes an emotional toll on you. Like you kind of still have all the stuff hanging over you. You have to yeah. get it to the place. You have to pay that for that every month. And you know, eventually you have to take it all out. Like Yeah. Well, but I, I'm at a point where I want to sell it now, and Keith's like, "We're still sitting on that couch," and I'm like, "No, we're not. We just get rid of it." <laughs> oh my god! Like if it was up to me, we would have gotten rid of everything I want to get rid of now, and and the house would be empty hmm. just to get it off my head. Yeah, and then then you'd have to like pick stuff up off the side of the road to sit on, and yeah, it's, oh, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> carpets downstairs in the basement and we really want to i really want to get rid of the couch downstairs that big blue monstrosity remember that i yeah. used to have it's still here and i'm okay. I, it will not fit in anything it might fit in, in a future house in vermont but again am i holding on to this for, for that point i don't right i think that's a good idea Yeah, and to pay i mean the, the more you store it you know all that adds up every month i mean it may not seem like a month lot monthly but if you store it for three or four years yeah you know, you could probably get into a new house, really evaluate the space and get pieces that are perfect for your new space as opposed to storing something that might not work, especially yeah. for something that, you know, I mean, if it's an antique, if it's irreplaceable, if it's, you know, something really unique, that makes sense. If it's a, a sectional you know well there is some sentimental value we've had that couch since the kids were little i mean they even said they're like you're not getting rid of that couch are you and i'm like where do you want me to put it <laughs> i don't know where you, like you can't take it with you and then i keep thinking like we'll break it up make it smaller because it's one of those modular things and and then i'm like no i no it's full of dog and cat hair and been vomited on a six million times sorry actually it's a pristine condition anyone listening to this and wants a couch it's right. perfect <laughs> what am i saying <laughs> But um, yeah. So yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, yeah, so, I mean so. The, like the kids have sentimental value over a stupid couch, and I'm like, I want to get rid of it. It's too big. Yeah. Get rid of it. Get rid of yeah. it. Yeah, you'll feel good. 
Yeah. Yep. I do need to find someone that, right. I need someone who isn't attached to any of this and says, yep. who's going to come in and be like, nope, it's got to yeah. go. I first has a therapy session with me yep. and Keith and then says, okay, I've heard it all. Thank you. Now here's what we're going to go do. Yes. <laughs> I don't yep. care what you said. We're going to get rid of the electric mower. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, yep. so yeah, I'm a little stressed. Maybe that's why it's my calf just keeps busting because mm-hmm. all my stress is going there. <laughs> yes. I hold all my stress in that root chakra. That's why my lower back was, mm. I think, so bad when I was leading up to resigning because that yeah. I just held all that stress in that, that root chakra area of that lower back, which apparently is a very Capricorn thing to do if you're oh. into that kind of thing, which oh, no. I am. Yeah. All right. Well, what is what happens? Where does Leo hold their stuff? Because I'll find I'll find out for you. Because <laughs> yeah, I think it's my left calf and my left foot. Although my left foot is better from what I've been doing, but my, now it's all in my calf. So I don't. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Well, happy Father's Day to Keith. Yeah, I will tell him happy Father's Day to Norm. Thank you, and um, have a great week. I'll talk yes. to you next week. Yes. Cool. Right. And I yeah. Cool. Yes, and you can email us. At it's just talk pot pod. It's just talk pot. At I thought you just said it's it's just talk pot. Yeah, <laughs> that's the new show. All we talk about. Yeah. All we talk about. <laughs> it's just talk pod with a d. Gmail dot com. Like us. Subscribe. Leave us a five star review. Yes, please. All right. <laughs> Sponsor us too. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>